0: This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, November 9th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part one of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid.
1: Hello, good afternoon, and thanks for joining us. I am Megan Latonen with Aviva, and I am very fortunate to be joined here today with two of the leaders in this industry about to dive into the hot topic of grid modernization, resiliency, and the infrastructure bill. You know, we all know that power companies are scrambling to update their systems as climate change continues to fuel increased and more frequent extreme weather events. We've seen outages across the U.S. having significant economic consequences not to mention the impact on the people affected. According to the Department of Energy, these outages cost the U.S. $70 billion annually. And thankfully, the Biden administration has made updating the nation's grid a priority and the latest infrastructure package allocates $73 billion for power upgrades. This is the single largest investment in clean energy transmission in American history. To dive into this topic, the state of the grid, and a breakdown of the infrastructure bill, I am joined today by Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy, the founder of OSIsoft and now Chairman Emeritus of Aviva. Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy is an industry pioneer who conceived the vision of scalable systems for managing industrial data, guiding OSIsoft from a startup in 1980 to a global software company that introduced and supported the Pi system. The Pi system has become the industrial sector's leading operation system of record, helping to improve productivity, efficiency, and sustainability in over 146 countries and th- over 1,000 utilities. Since OSIsoft's 2021 acquisition by Aviva, Pat remains engaged as Chairman Emeritus and Board Advisor of, of Aviva and is the prominent thought leader on grid monetization and resiliency, among many other things. Welcome, Pat, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. We are also fortunate to be joined today by Mona Sheff, as we attempt to break down this bill and the opportunities in front of us. Mona is the Senior Director of Federal Government Relations at Schneider Electric and leads infrastructure implementation, AKA follow the money from federal to states. She has actually read the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act and broken down the segments of funding relevant for companies and states. Mona just celebrated her three-year work anniversary at Schneider Electric and has spent over 10 years in the clean energy space in D.C. advocating for decarbonization, energy efficiency, and resiliency. Thank you, Mona, for joining us. Thank you. So let's, let's kick this off with a powerful question. You know, Pat, I've heard you mention three primary reasons around the importance and timeliness of this infrastructure bill resiliency, smart grid, and new transmission. With this in mind, what are your thoughts on how the U.S. Infrastructure Bill can leverage technology to help modernize the U.S. power grid?
0: To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Natural gas-fired combined-cycle power plants are enjoying a successful 2022, with 7,775 megawatts of electric generating capacity set to be added to the U.S. grid for the full year, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. This follows four years of steady decline in NGCC startups, with the technology expected to remain the single largest source of power generation. The EIA expects NGCC capacity to reach almost 290 gigawatts by the end of 2022, which would account for 24% of total U.S. power generation. Industrial Info is tracking more than $7 billion worth of NGCC capital spending projects across the U.S. that have been completed or set to complete construction this year. Global coal use rose sharply in 2021 and is on track to rise at a slower pace this year. But coal's long-term future will be determined by the world's ability to address climate change, specifically the ability of developing economies to replace coal with low or no carbon alternatives in electricity generation, the International Energy Agency said in its World Energy Outlook 2022, which was released on October 27th. As the world emerged from COVID-19 economic lockdowns in 2021, there was a surge in electricity demand, which pushed up the prices for fuels used to generate electricity. Gas prices doubled in 2021, which led to significant gas-to-coal switching in electricity generation. The trend continued this year and was made even more pronounced after Russia invaded Ukraine. The IEA report expects coal use to increase in 2022. The employment situation and upstream activity have both improved in the southern U.S. oil patch, though many trends are still below pre-pandemic levels, the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas finds. The quarterly performance for upstream players suggests operations in North America are starting to improve. Headwinds remain, however, as essential goods like steel are becoming increasingly more expensive. That said, the market itself is supportive to upstream growth. West Texas Intermediate is training much higher than the break-even price for most shale players and forecasts suggest that cushion could grow even further by next year. And the sale of new cars and vans fueled by petrol and diesel will be banned in the European Union from 2035. The move will greatly accelerate the move to electric vehicles and help the region achieve its ambitious climate goals, the European Commission stated. For details on these and other